Welcome to a podcast from St. Stephen's Episcopal Church in McKeesport, PA, the friendly church in the heart of town since 1885. We're located at the corner of Walnut Street and 8th Avenue in downtown McKeesport. We invite you to join us this Sunday for worship at 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. For more information, visit our website at stephensmckeesport.com or find us on Facebook. Our celebrant was the Reverend David Kinsey, and our musical director and organist was Georgia Labetta. Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ according to Luke. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming next to listen to Jesus. The Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there would be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? When she has found it, she calls together her friends and her neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so, I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ.
pretty difficult for all of us to try to concentrate on worshiping when you can smell the food from downstairs. Uh, people preparing for the picnic uh, following the service. Uh, I, I was rather interested as the, gospel, or the uh, first lesson was read uh, with regard to the word stupid. Uh, so it's biblical. I had a friend of mine who uh, had on his desk at work, you can't fix stupid. Uh, and his supervisors made him take it off because he thought it was very unprofessional. Uh, but in any case, uh, uh, stupid does come from Scripture. So that doesn't mean you're supposed to call people stupid. Uh, I might just uh, ask this question of you this morning. Uh, has your faith ever failed you? Have you ever blamed God on something that you created yourself? And I think if we're honest with ourselves, we'll find that we, the answer is, yes, I have not always been faithful. I have doubted the things that have occurred in my life. Uh, and that's just a natural reaction, I think, of even faithful people. Uh, I'm going to ask you this question, uh, and I know you've heard it before, uh, but everybody wants to go to heaven. We don't want to die to get there. Uh, and we don't want to go today. But if, uh, if, if, if you imagine yourself from the time of your birth and you're in this line uh, and people die at the head of the line and they just keep working towards yourselves, which is not a very comfortable feeling, I might add. Uh, and you're standing in this line and there's a guy comes walking down the line and it turns out that he's Jesus. And he comes up to you and puts his arm on your shoulder and said, I can take you to heaven right now if you step out of line. How many would step out of line? Even to go for eternal life. Well, I've got this thing. I've got, I got, I got to go to Chambersburg next week. So as soon as I get back, <laughs> and if we come up with these excuses, uh, but would you step out of line uh, is simply a, a matter of how strong is your faith. Do you really want to go to heaven? Uh, and it's just something that people don't want to deal with. My father would never write a will because he thought if he wrote that will, he would die the next day. Um, and that's, and that's uh, the case with a lot of people. Uh, but in any case, uh, our faith is something that we work on and we try to be faithful. Uh, but sometimes our own faith fails us. I was listening to Joel Osteen when we were down in Virginia Beach, and I had such an admiration for this wonderful speaker, and he was talking about your faith as it, re as it relates to the peace that's in your heart. And, and he said that if you want to have true faith, you have to have peace in your heart. But he said the problem with that is people don't have peace in their heart simply because there's all these things going around in their activities of life. Uh, it, 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 I, I don't really have a good marriage. Uh, I, I have my, my credit card debt is way up to here. Um, uh, I, I'm not liked at work. I'm, I don't like working. Uh, and we, ha we're at, we wrestle with all these things. And so as a result of all this stuff going on in our life, we can't have peace. And he brought out a, a great example. If you've ever seen movies 
uh, of the weather channel does this a lot, and they'll fly into a hurricane with this special designed airplane. And pretty soon they're in what they call the center, and there's absolutely nothing. No wind, it was just calm. And, and, and the mean, in the meantime, everything outside of that hurricane is swirling around, picking up furniture, pieces of cars, tree limbs and everything, whirling them around and causing such major disaster. But in the center, there's peace. And so he related that to Christians. How much peace do you have in your heart? Uh, there's, there's very few stories in Scripture that describes faithful, faithful people. Abraham, good example. Abraham was, uh, was an interesting individual. Um, he was very faithful. Whenever Abraham, being a nomad, whenever he moved with his tribe, the, the first thing they did when they found an oasis or a place to stay for a while, he built an altar. Now, his son was not as sharp as he was. Isaac, he was a little slow on the trigger. You know, he sometimes would build an altar. And Jake was more concerned about building a well, digging a well than, 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 than building an altar. And so it didn't get down through the family. But Abraham was such a faithful man. And, and, and God said, you know, I'm going to test him. I want to tell you something. God will test you. He'll never tempt you. He will test you. And sometimes we don't like those tests. Well, Abraham was, was a very faithful man, and he said, you know, uh, I want you uh, to, to be faithful, and I want you to do something special. The Lord spoke to him in Genesis. I want you to take your son, your only son whom you love so much, and take him to a place I will tell you about and offer him to me as a sacrifice. Abraham didn't even think about it. He just responded, yes, my Lord. And he got his servants and they went up to this mountaintop. And a sacrificial lamb was normally that, that particular piece of an animal that they would sacrifice in glory to God. But, but God wanted Abraham to test his son and so he, he took him up there and as he raised his dagger to kill his son. Scripture tells us, Abraham, Abraham, do not harm your only son. Now I know how much you love me. That's a tough one. But you have Dan, Daniel in a lion's den. Uh, you had a whole series of people that had enough faith, they had peace in their heart to deal with whatever, whatever problem happened. Now, the interesting thing about that, Scripture tells us that the apostles were not as sharp. Uh, they, they were not as faithful. They tried to be faithful, and they witnessed one-on-one. -on -one. In most cases, when, when Jesus would perform an, a miracle, it was either James, John, and Peter that went with him. Okay, they, they actually saw people that were blind that were healed, cripples that were people who stood up and started walking again. The lepers were there cured, all because of Jesus. And we, with, even with all that, that first on-hand experience, their faith was not strong enough in the end. Peter denied him. I don't even know him. And all of them 
were scared. Because when Christ was hung on the cross, they went and hid. And so their faith didn't have a lot of peace to it until after Christ was crucified. So I guess what my message today is, when are you going to allow yourself to invite Christ into your heart and to have peace? The things that's going to distract you from that is, I don't know how I'm going to pay my credit card. You see, Jesus didn't use your credit card. You used that credit card. I don't know how I'm going to save my marriage. Jesus didn't cause the problems in your marriage. You caused the problem in your marriage. Uh, I just don't like where I'm working. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not appreciated. Jesus did not create that problem. You created that problem. So if you're going to have peace in your heart, you've got to deal with these other things and just kind of say, you know, God, you and I together are going to get this solved. And you can solve whatever problem you have. You have bad health, you can solve it. Is Jesus going to promise you good health? He doesn't promise you that. It's it's like Paul when he had that thorn in his side. A a great story. He had this thorn, and he, he prayed over and over, God, please remove this pain, this thorn. Now, we don't know what that pain was. We didn't know it was cancer or pacreal. I don't know what it was. But you know something? God never removed the pain. But he did one thing. He gave him the faith to endure it. And see, that's what God will do to you. No matter what your health is, you may be in great pain, God will give you the faith to endure whatever you face if you have peace in your heart and know that God loves you. You are God's masterpiece. He doesn't create junk. Get that peace in your heart. When the things don't go your way, say, thank you, Lord. I know you're trying to guide me in a different direction. When the things don't go well at work, say, thank you, Lord. I know that you're guiding me in the right direction. You're going to open a door for me because I'm trying my best. He'll open those doors for you, but only if he sees you growing where you are planted. So your thought as you think about your faith this day and this week as you're driving down the highway, the question you have to ask yourself, am I at peace? And if I'm not, how do I get there? Just ask that question. How do do I really get peace in my heart? And if you say that from your heart in prayer to God, I can promise you you're going to have peace in your heart. I'm not going to promise you the credit card debt's going to go away, but you're going to be able to deal with it. Put the credit card back in your purse. Don't use it anymore. Then you won't have to worry about paying that debt off. Because uh, the problems that we create, we create. Jesus didn't create them, and neither did God. You know, the, the, we say, well, the devil made me do it. Well, <laughs> I can tell you the devil will, will make you do it. We just keep, I, I say this a lot, just as a reminder. Just remember, the devil, Satan, whatever you want to call him, he will lift you up. And you're thinking, oh, this is good. But he lifts you up to tear you down. See, God will tear you down, and then he'll lift you up. He will test you. And you can deal with that test if you have peace in your heart. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace.
We thank you for testing us. It gives us a flavor of how faithful we are. And so we pray that you might walk with us, guide and direct our hearts as we continue our earthly pilgrimage and are obedient to you and God the Father. Amen. You've been listening to a podcast from St. Stephen's Episcopal Church, located at the corner of Walnut Street and 8th Avenue in downtown McKeesport since 1885. Heard today were the Reverend David Kinsey and our church choir under the direction of Georgia Labetta. The gospel reading was from the book of Matthew. We invite you to join us for Sunday worship at 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. For more information, visit our website at stephensmckeesport.com or find us on Facebook. Thank you for listening, and may God bless you.